Welcome to season two of the Let's Talk podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to be a person of faith in a culture against faith. So let's talk about war and violence. Where to begin? Where to begin? I think everybody's mind is on this. Um, with the Russia and Ukraine stuff, I will say I am shocked at how little I'm hearing people talk about this. Dude, I was literally just thinking about this earlier today. At, at this point, when we're recording this, unfortunately, I just deleted an entire week's worth of content accidentally. So we're now re-recording this episode and all of this week's content because I deleted it when we recorded it last week. Um, but we're like at day 12 since the first invasion of Russia into Ukraine. And like when I meet people out and about, Mm -hmm. I hear very few people talking about it. Yeah. I hear people griping about the gas prices, Mm -hmm. but I really don't hear anybody talking about the war element of this. Um, the, the fact that there are people dying (laughs) children. Yeah. Children. There are videos of Putin bombing civilian buildings and neighborhoods in non-essential, like non-strategic Ukrainian cities. Yeah. Um, Just innocents being slaughtered. Attacking nuclear power plants. The president of Ukraine said we could have had six Chernobyls. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet nobody seems to be talking about this. Um, the fact that per capita there have been more deaths from the of Ukrainians that we know of than there were in all of 9-11 of Americans. And yet the entire world spoke about 9-11. But very few Americans seem to be concerned about what's happening over Very there. Very few Americans in our area, specifically. Now, I will say that even... So, like, I turn on my news app. Obviously, I see it. It's there. Um, turn on Instagram if you're following the right accounts. You see it. It's, it's there. there. Yeah. It's, um, it's everywhere. It's happening. But in in our area, it really does feel like it's just not happening. Um, yeah, and to me, that's problematic because in our area, we have probably like in our general area of the country, we have the most professing, professing Christians. Um, so why y'all not praying about this? Why y'all not talking about this? Why y'all not doing things about this? Yeah. I'm also quite concerned at how little I've seen the church speaking out on this issue. That is a big problem for me. Um, And I don't know why. This absolutely fits within our realm of things that we should be talking about. Um, The image of God is being harmed. Vulnerable people are being harmed. Um. And we're just letting a dictator, a, for lack of better words, a sadist, (laughs) 
just get away with this stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, like he's he's a colonizer, is what he is. He's taking, he's going into a land that is not his own in order to take it for himself. Um, but the way he's going about it is sadistic. Well, it is. I I do think he thought he was just going to walk in there and get an easy victory, and. Because the president of Ukraine has responded the way that he's responded, he has sparked this sense of pride amongst Ukrainians that is making a victory much more difficult than anyone could have imagined. And like, and the rest of the world is giving Ukraine money to fight back. Right. Which... Leads into our conversation of um, just war theory. Yeah. So just war theory is this idea that it's basically about the ethics of war. And just war theory asks two questions. One, when is it appropriate to engage in war? And two, what ethic or conduct, how should you conduct yourselves in times of war. Those are the two questions that it's really asking. And we'll talk more about it. Um, I think the question that I have is, is it is just war theory even a, like, is it even a thing? Do you, th do you think there's ever a just war? So, I, I've thought about this since the last time we recorded this Yeah, episode. unfortunately, this is the second time we recorded this episode. Yeah, so you're so. not getting my raw thoughts on this. I think it depends on, on the situation. So, for the Ukraine, they are engaging in war, but they're just defending their country. Right. On the other hand, so with Russia... They are. They started a war to take land. Correct. Um, so initially, the human in me, the American that comes from a colonizing country, right? Yeah. Um, that is trying to reject that rejects what um, Russia is doing, but the the good old Southern boy in me is like. No, stand your ground, fight back, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. on the Ukraine side. Yeah. But then I have to ask the question of turn the other cheek. Yeah. Which that makes it really complicated. Because if you, if the Ukraine had done what we think Putin actually thought that he was going to get. Lots of lives would have been saved initially. But is that for the greater good of the world? Yeah, so I'm not going to comment on um, the turn the other cheek thing. That's going to be a conversation for next week. Um, Because I think that is actually uniquely tied to this conversation in a way that most people are not giving it credit for. Yeah. Um, 
But according to just war theory, Ukraine would be fighting a just war. Russia would be fighting an unjust war. Right. Um, it is very. It seems very situational. It is. Um, now, overall, if there were, if I was still given over to a modern construct, that there was one universal truth, which I'm not, but if I was, I would tell you there's no such thing as just war. <clears throat> I don't yeah. think, as a Christian, I think it's very difficult for you to believe in anything close to just war. Well, now, I say that. There are absolutely Christians that do that, believe that. There are people that I personally know that do their PhDs on just war theory and philosophy of religion. Like, absolutely, there are Christians that believe just war. Don't hear me saying that. I personally find just war theory to be a futile attempt to make space for continued oppression and colonization. Sure. That's my personal reading of it. In Nothing more than that. I think at a very basic fundamental level, you can't have war without a human killing another human. Correct. And for you... Death is death is a problem. Death is the antagonist in the story of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And a one human harming the image of God within another human... Correct. ...is problematic. Correct. Therefore, you cannot have war in your construct. Correct. In an ideal society, war would not exist. And I'm but, trying to I'm trying to make heaven on earth, man. Like, yeah, but we're not in an ideal society. We're not, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't still call it abuse or sure like wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is evil in the world. Yeah, we live in broken world. We live broken in a broken world. world. There yep. is evil in the world. So I mean, you have to ask the question: Is sometimes death the only way to respond to evil? For instance, Hitler. You're getting awfully close to a weird question, Clayton. What question? There's a question that they ask on all law enforcement applications. No, I know. I'm I'm just I'm I am not suggesting anything. I am the voice of the audience. I am asking the question. You know what I mean? Like the utilitarian perspective. That is a valid okay, philosophical the u- perspective. The utilitarian perspective, the valid philosophical question that for me, I don't I don't think is should we have killed Hitler sooner? No. I think the question is should we have let Hitler into art school? I like mean, if we'd yes. have let Adolf be an artist, it, like this wouldn't have happened. Uh, agreed. All he wanted to do was go paint. Yeah, no, I I hear you, but the the question remains the trolley problem. What trolley problem? Okay. Do you actively pull the lever and kill the one to save the many, or do you just let the trolley go and kill the five? I feel like we're pretty familiar with this with this issue it's the same question is the life of one worth the life of many right yeah it's the same question Um, i feel like that you have to answer that question to have this conversation about war 
The message of scripture would say that's okay. That's literally the story of Jesus. Right. That the life of one is actually worth the many. That's actually what makes the story so beautiful. Mm -hmm. What I would tell you is that if we truly believe in the sanctity of human life, then no life is worth actively killing. That no life is actively worth killing. That is worth actively killing. Worth actively killing. Mm -hmm. Death will happen. Sure. But if you're asking me if... If I think Joe Biden should like shoot in, initiate <laughs> initiate a SEAL Team Six assassination attempt on um, Putin, no, hmm. I, I would not say that that is a good move. Well, I don't. I don't think death is ever the answer. Yeah, I don't think that's a good move for other reasons, political reasons, but like, um, Oh, I don't, yeah, it's not a good move for any reason. Cause it'll start world war three. Yeah. But, which just creates a larger issue. But, and Lord knows if world war three does happen, the first thing Russia's doing is aiming right for the U S. Oh, it'd be the end of the world. It would be the end of the world. No, I don't think so, but go ahead. Well, Nukes would be going off everywhere. That is true. That <laughs> it, nukes would be going everywhere. We would be living in a dystopian society. <laughs> uh, probably not far from it. Um, so, um, that's just my opinion. I do think that that would be horrible. Um, you don't think that the life of one is worth the life of many. I don't think the loss of life is valid ever. I, I, it, in my mind, it's a fallacious question. Why is that fallacious? Because death should not be a consideration for solutions. Death is the problem in this dang story. Mm -hmm. It can't be the answer. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I, I, I was about to ask you a dumb question. I was going to ask you then, what is the answer? Jesus. Jesus. Like, Jesus. Jesus. The author of life. Yeah. The giver of life. God, divinity, faith, hope, love. All, all of these things. Grace. So again, yeah. devil's advocate, voice of the audience. Yes, please. What do you do with the people that don't accept Jesus? In war, I mourn them the same way I mourn anyone that dies. No, 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 no. Okay, you right now, you go hop on a plane, you fly to Russia. Okay. You somehow, by some sort of magic or mm -hmm. you sweet talking of a three. Yeah. You realize I can't get into Russia right now, but yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. <laughs> you understand the what I'm trying to set up. Yeah. Leave the technicalities aside. Okay, go ahead. You somehow get an audience with Putin. Mm -hmm. You preach the gospel to him and he says, get the F out of here. Yeah. What's the option now? He's, he's rejected Jesus. He's rejected what, you've, what you're doing and what you've said and what you're trying to do and you're trying to take the pacifist route. What's mm -hmm. the next step? My question to you would be, how active do you believe God and how active and powerful do you believe God can be in the world? Oh, very. Then why do you need to kill him? 
Oh, I'm not why, saying. Why do you? Then why do I have to have the solution to what's next? Why is it not enough to say, hey, I did my part in this. God, it's your turn. And it's okay for me to sit every day sure. in lament mm. over the fact that God is allowing this to happen. So that was, uh, that was the thing I was trying to avoid. <laughs> but yeah. why, why is that not enough? We talk about God being bigger than us in every other category, yeah. but somehow we've decided that it's okay to make death the thing yeah. that is against the story of life, the thing that we're told is the antagonist of the dang story, the thing that Jesus came to conquer, and yet it's somehow the solution to suffering? No, yeah. the scriptures told me that the way we do this is that we do our part to participate in the activity of God, and if we are rejected— as Jesus told his disciples, to dust your feet and go on, yeah. trusting that God is at work in the world, whether you are there or not. I don't think God is ever going to say that we should okay. kill him. Yeah. Like the thing that I'm fighting against, the thing that's taking people from me, I think it's the answer to problems. No, that's dumb. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You don't think that God would ever say the death is ever the answer. Except Ananias in the cases of Jesus. Ananias and Sapphira. Yeah, I don't think God said that. I don't, I they don't, dropped dead. Yeah. Embellished storytelling. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's the same problem I have with all the death that is supposed to be God-initiated in the it, Bible. It doesn't, it doesn't make the sense. The only death that God initiates in the Bible that makes sense to me is the one that Jesus endures. Right. Every other one. It doesn't seem anything like what God should be doing. Right. I agree with you. It's like it's almost like it's it's almost like he's fighting himself. Hey, death is the problem here, but oh, well, these people have really pissed me off. So I'm going to just yeah. kill them as punishment and some kind of fear factor for everybody else that watches, mm. uh, and that'll really show them. Mm. Me, the God of life, is just going to take it away because you're a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah, holy hell. No, I, like, Does do we not hear how terrible of a narrative that sounds and how it <laughs> paints God in a picture that's like, dude, you're no better than Putin. Do we not see the similarities between those two stories? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry, listeners. I uh, uh that was funny to me watching him get that heated. Um that that should be a little bit of a disclaimer that we didn't give on this round of recording. Um this series, you're gonna see us pretty heated, I think. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you're in for it. Cause I'm already heated on Instagram about all this stuff at, at a very basic level, <clears throat> regardless of a conversation about just war theory and our individual thoughts about it. And I don't, I'm not claiming to have thoughts about it. I'm not claiming any sort of perspective. If I was going to, it'd be the one that Jesus would take, which is turn the other cheek. Um, and so I, I, I am not necessarily claiming a, a space on what to do with the situation in Russia, in the Ukraine. Um, but I think we can all collectively agree 
that it's wrong and that it's harmful. Um, and if you are, because I have heard some Christians talk about this and say that it's okay and like try to make some sort of justification for, for, for the colonization that's happening over there. That's just not okay. That is one man with an immense amount of power literally stealing a country. That's my favorite way to say it. We're and about I, to watch Putin steal a country. I, I have copied that because it is so good because that's what he's trying to do. He is stealing a country. He is literally trying to steal a country. And murder so many innocent people along the way. That is just not okay. And if you are a Christian and you are saying that that is okay, I think you need to reevaluate your stance. And unfor- I, I agree with you. But unfortunately, um, there's simple biblical precedent that they can point to. Mm-hmm. I, I made this comment the other day on Instagram and people got super mad at me. But I'm like, look, um, we shouldn't just make exceptions for toxic behavior because it's biblical. <laughs> like if you actually think about this, if you if we were supposed to live a biblical life or if we were supposed to ground everything in the Bible, yeah. Putin hadn't done anything wrong. I mean, because he's doing the same thing the that the Israelites did, did to the Canaanites. To the Canaanites. Yeah. The people living in Cana. Yeah. He he is colonizing a people. He's colonizing a land. They colonized a people. Several peoples. They colonized a land. Mm. We can't make excuses just because something is quote unquote biblical. No. Just because it's recorded all. in the book doesn't mean it's a part of the gospel. Thanks for listening to the Let's Talk podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church. Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode. It's free and it helps us immensely. Also, feel free to check out our other podcasts.